0: The one story that can supercharge your traffic, increase your conversions, is your customer story. I'm gonna send you nine systems for finding and collecting those stories no matter where they happen. Just text GMS9 to 321-392-6692 or click the link in the show notes to get those today.
1: In a world full of boring stories, bad videos and marketing
0: misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone on? use
1: his video marketing knowledge the red button, right? and
0: use his friends please be on the show to change that you are listening to the garlic marketing show with Ian <laughs> what no that's how you pronounce it <laughs>
1: well if you say so your host Ian Garlic
0: Welcome to another episode of The Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here, and we are with a second-time guest, but, well, first time on Garlic Marketing Show, he was on the Dow of Inbound. And since then, he has gotten rid of everything and now is the captain of his life and the (laughs) captain of his boat. Jim Palmer, Dream Business Coach, thank you for being on the show.
1: I had such a great time last time, Ian, and lots of big changes going on. As Stephanie says, we're going on a big adventure. I would say,
0: I would say, so Jim sold their house for 28 years and have bought a 50-foot yacht and they are going traveling up and down the East Coast. Is that is that all the traveling you're doing, is just
1: up and down the East Coast? So Stephanie and I have a plan for 18 months. So we listed our house, I think in uh, mid-September. We had an agreement to do, we're going to try for 60 days to sell it ourselves. Can try and put all the marketing and different stuff I knew how to do, see if we could do it. Well, we did. So we sold it in five weeks. A lot of lessons there, but we won't go into them here. But then I found the perfect boat. And then the people who bought our house, though, they went with like a credit union. So instead of like a 30-day turnaround, it was like a little over six weeks. And that actually pushed the settlement into December, like December 15th. And up here in the north, I live in Philadelphia area, and my boat's in Maryland. But you know, it gets really cold, and you technically usually take your boats out of the water in early December or November. But I'm like fighting the clock because I couldn't just write a check for that boat. I needed the proceeds of the house, and so anyway, we figured that out. I bought the boat December eighth, and it's uh, sitting up in a slip and covered, so there's not going to be any snow hitting it. We're going to get on board in April, and. The plan, Ian, is we're going to drive up to New England, and actually, just as you and I are talking, the last weekend, we went up to visit my daughter, Jessica, and her two kids and husband, and we found a slip 15 minutes from their house, so we're going to spend the summer in New England, and then in the fall, we're going to drive down the intercoastal waterway to Florida and spend uh, probably in Fort Lauderdale area, which is, I think, about an hour from Orlando, which is where my parents are, so that'll be pretty cool. Awesome. There's a lot of serious boats in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, Florida, just Florida in general. But and then in the spring of 2018, we're going to motor back to the Chesapeake Bay, which is where we spent the last three years on our one of our boats. I still didn't sell the other one yet. And um, so that's that's our 18 month plan. My wife and I are thinking we're going to love it so much. And we're really compatible. We don't squabble or anything. So we think we're going to like it so much, we'll probably extend for a year or two and do something what's called the Great Loop, which you can actually go all the way up through New York, through the Catskills, cross over into Canada, come down through two of the Great Lakes, down by Chicago, then pick up the Mississippi River, I think in Missouri, go all the way down to the Gulf. You can actually do this huge loop in a boat. I had no idea. I didn't but- know that either. It takes 10 to 12 months to do it, depending because there's a lot of places. I'm out of power, but there's only so many places you can actually go full out. There's a lot of like no wake zones majority of the way. So, but you know, it's kind of like you're going to see a part of the country that you never see from a car. It's kind of like, I usually drive when we go somewhere, but every once in a while, Steph will drive and I'm like, Wow! Look at that. (laughs) You know, you start to see things. So when you're on a boat, it's all like usually little towns and things like that. So we're really looking forward to it. And as you and I were talking before we went live, I just got to get my internet situation, which I think I've got solved. But there's a lot of options. I've got satellite TV on the boat. We're going to be able to uh, because I'm going to be still working. You know, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday is when I do my coaching calls and interviews and stuff. So it's going to be fun. Awesome,
0: awesome. So I love this idea too because. You know, we get a lot of people on here that talk about using marketing to scale instead of using marketing to create your lifestyle. You know, you're a cancer survivor, you have a family, you've done a lot in your life. At what point did you decide, hey, I want to use this marketing, I want to use business to create a lifestyle to sell my house and get on a yacht?
1: Stephanie was in the childcare business for 15 years, which is highly stressful. And last June, she retired from that. And that was the last thing we were that tied us geographically because I can do my work anywhere as long as I got an internet and a, you know, microphone or whatever. And so she basically said, why don't we go on an adventure? And literally, I, and we binge watched HGTV, like Caribbean lifestyle and all these different <laughs> island shows. And I didn't really want to go live in an island somewhere. That wasn't me, but we love the water and she said, well, what if we just get a bigger boat and live aboard? That's when boom, we clicked and it set all the wheels in motion But, you know, the other thing is we're very practical people. Like we've done everything by the book, even when I was out of work and we always had our insurances paid. We always kept our mortgage current and we put away for retirement, always by the book, very safe and predictable life. And she said, we're still pretty young. We have still got our health. We ought to just go on an adventure. And the more we looked into it, we thought it'd be fun. But when you're practical, your mind also plays the what if game. -hmm. What if I can't get internet or what if I drop calls? I don't want to inconvenience my clients with my lifestyle, but so I'm thinking of that. What if I can't drive a 50 foot boat? What if I run aground? What if I hit somebody? (laughs) What if we sink? You know, all these different things go through your mind. And I read a book by a guy. We've been reading books about people who live aboard. That's the term, live aboard. And one guy said he writes in a very conversational way like I do. And he said, you know, a lot of people think about living on a boat because it's a dream for some people. But they never pull the trigger. They play the what if game, like what if and all the things I just mentioned. And he says, but what if you do do it? And every day you find a new challenge and you somehow fix it, solve it, overcome it. And he said, what if you do it and you find out you're – pardon my French. He said, what if you find out you're a badass boat driver and have the adventure of a lifetime? And when I read that, it totally resonated with me because that's how I coach my clients. I said, stop playing the what-if game. What if you do this and you're like super successful? So I'm willing to take shots in my business and now I'm going to take more kind of shots, if you will – in my private life or in our personal life, and I think it's gonna be quite a ride.
0: And that's such a great point. Playing the what if game, but playing the what if on the positive side. Yeah. And when it comes to marketing, when it comes to business and it comes to life, we have to think that way. You have to think, what if this does work out? That's so interesting. So. Being a business coach, did you think, obviously you thought about it now in a coaching yourself standpoint, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You're you're like, I have to coach myself now. Oh my
1: gosh, yeah. I was playing some of the head trash that I thought I got over years ago that I coached people through because this is really, if you think about it, it's outside our comfort zone. Like, I mean, it's a big boat. I'm not a mechanic, so I pay somebody to do the work on the boat. There's just so many things that could go wrong, but there's so many things that could also go right. And it's a very big leap And it's interesting that I think it was about a week ago, long after we decided to do it, but I kind of have calls with prospective coaching clients at least three or four a month. And one person said they were looking for like a guarantee. Well, what if I do invest and that it doesn't work? That's a possibility for sure, because you're not going to get a guarantee from this guy. That would be immoral and unethical. I cannot do that. Mm -hmm. But I said, the track record of people that I work with is good. So you got some assurance that way. But I said, if you're playing the what if game, like what if you go through all this and it doesn't work? I said, how's your life right now? You know, because here's a question I said, if you can't afford to do this right now, then you have to be honest with yourself and say, what I'm doing right now isn't working. So you're going to be stuck in that it's not working, but you're not going to pull the trigger until you have all the assurances in the world. That's no way to live a life or build a business. You know, when I started transitioning from my first business to the online world… And I tell this story, I think, in one of my books, and I said uh, I had an opportunity to go exhibit at a marketing conference, a national marketing conference, was going to put me in front of probably 1,800 people. Most of them would be good quality prospects, but they wanted $5,000 for a 10 by 10 booth space. I had to then create a booth or buy a booth or do have something to put in that little skirted area. And then with the flight and hotel and everything, it was about a $7,500 bet when I had like almost no cash and already, you know, mountains of credit card debt. And I had to say to myself, what if it doesn't work? But yeah, but what if it does? And I always bet on myself. And I did. And I, I came home with about $5,000 worth of orders. So I, I didn't like break even. But over the next, it put me in front of so many people, I could easily, if I was really, really good with tagging things, I could easily bring back and said, look, over 12 to 18 months, did I recoup it? Absolutely. Because I did it. I did it four more times investing in myself that way. So it's interesting when we all come up to the time to pull the trigger. And what if it works, what if it doesn't thing? And you know, I bet Steve Jobs and Fred Smith who founded FedEx and all these people, they said the hell with what if, this is gonna be huge. They just knew that.
0: Yeah, and you gotta keep pushing forward. Like it's not gonna work right off the bat. If, if it does, it's almost a detriment, right? Cause there's that that problem. <laughs> if, it were, if something works right off the bat, then you're not prepared for the next failure cause if, there's gonna be an obstacle. And I think that you made a great point too and that's why we all need coaches. We all need business coaches. We all need people around us. And it's so funny to me, you know, previous podcasts I had a book coach and I have people on talking about masterminds and I've been on other podcasts talking about masterminds and how important they are. And it's a switch, isn't it, for people to decide to invest in themselves and say what if this works?
1: It really is and you know, that was the other turning point for me. So there was investing in the marketing and that same year I decided to join a mastermind group. It was $400 a month and I didn't have that extra cash flow wise so I dug out of my drawer another one of my credit cards all in a rubber band (laughs) that I was funding my growth on and I said to myself that group has a lot of smart people in it I know this about myself I'm pretty good but I also know I got an incredible work ethic nothing's going to stop me so if I just can find a new idea or two combine it with my drive work ethic ambition etc I'm probably gonna recoup it and within three months I got an idea that I started to implement that started bringing in I think about $600 a month so I was now more than paying for the cost and then it just kept going from there you know it's really that thing if you're gonna bet on anything bet on yourself because it's just too easy to sit back and hope and pray that you're gonna get some knowledge out of a book and I don't get me wrong I like reading but it's not the same as having somebody get in your face like I've had many times. You know what another turning point is? I'll share this. So I was in this group. It was out in California. This was like the second or third mastermind group I was in. I really honestly felt, Ian, that I was like the dumbest one in the group. These were some high-powered awesome. people. Yeah, <laughs> And and it's a good place to be. You never want to be the smart guy, but you also, when you're sitting there looking at all these people, multi-million dollar coaches and this and that, I'm like, oh, you kind of feel like you're in your seat a little bit. So one of them says to me, and this was at a point where I was not out speaking a lot I wasn't real big in video or 2008-2009 time frame and this guy said to me I know you want to achieve success in a big way right and I gotta ask you a question Jim and he's looking at me like direct eye contact he goes how is it that you want to achieve the same level of success as your peers maybe people in this room that you admire and, and emulate but yet you're not willing to do the same things they're doing how does that work And it was like, whoa. It was like one of those, you know, grab you by the throat and shake you up. And I I gotta tell you, it was a very, very real get real moment for me. Because it says, you're right. And I envision it flying home, dusting off the flames, right? (laughs) Flying home, I'm thinking, here's me in the center lane going down the highway. And here's these other guys around that table. They're zooming down the passing lane. Most of the time, I'm in the middle lane. But when it comes to doing something really big, sometimes I skirt over into the soft shoulder. And I just want to go by and I'll come back in. I'm going to get to the same place they are. But I'm not going to do some of the crap that they're doing that I'm uncomfortable with, like getting on a stage in front of 400 people or something. I, had, I did not want to do that. And so it wasn't until I started thinking, what a wuss. I just had a real conversation with myself about how I'm holding my – I'm the thing holding myself back. I can go to all the seminars I want. I can learn some new strategies, techniques, et cetera. But until I'm ready to man up and step up my game, it's probably not going to happen for me.
0: So much said there because you have to take those chances. You have to man up, but also a lot of times we have to have someone tell us, right? Point out to us that one thing that needs to change. I think that's the importance of coaching and also it's important too in marketing. I see a lot of people trying to reverse engineer their success, and if you're just looking at someone, looking at someone like Richard Branson, and look at his bio and try and reverse engineer success, you don't really understand what made him successful. I think that's one of the keys I love to masterminds, is because you learn what really makes people successful and really where their failures are. And because I, I have people all the time come to us at the agency and they're like, well, this is our competitor. We want a website like theirs because they're successful. I'm like, but that's not what made them successful. And you don't know unless you're in that room with someone really what made them successful.
1: I agree with you. So, you know, I've written six books so far. The first three or four where I, I pretty much laid them out. I did it strategically to position myself, et cetera. But then, you know, writing a book's not easy. It's an enormous amount of chunk of your time and stuff like that. And then when you're done writing the book, you got the whole promo piece. So it's not a small thing. And so after book four, I said, okay, let's just take a break. But Then I got inspired and I wrote, stop waiting for it to get easier. And then I said, okay, that's it for a while. And then I got inspired to write Decide from the people I was meeting at my events. Now after Decide, and. Each time I do it I, I frame the covers and stuff. The probably the last time we talked I had them behind me in my office. yeah, yep, you know? yep, yep. <laughs> Right? Now it's my apartment here. But you know it's like, wow, then I'm going to have to get new frames and stuff. But anyway, I got inspired a week ago and I don't know when uh, this interview will come out, but a week ago on my YouTube and my Facebook, I shot a video cuz I go out in the early morning just after likes I walk the dog and stuff, but I just kind of pray and just feel inspired. Anyway, I got this inspiration about 2017 is going to be a very big year, especially for small business owners. And these three words came to me, bigger, bolder, faster. And I think, really? Bigger, bolder, faster? That's interesting. And I started thinking, why am I hearing that? And it's because we made those decisions with the whole floating homes, we're calling it thing, and, and I'm making those decisions in, in my business, and then I'm always trying to figure things out, and uh, then I said, I came up with this, just say yes, and so uh, I, this may be the first show that I'm doing that uh, I'm announcing this book. Uh, It's going to be out May 1st. I haven't written Word 1 yet, but you always put a stake in the ground. I'm committing. This new book will be out May 1st. Just Say Yes is the working title. I don't know how I'm going to fit in Bigger bolder, Faster into the subtitle. But the genesis of this book, Ian, is that everybody every day has so many opportunities, and we spend so much time grinding the gears, doing the Mm what-ifs, and what if it works, what if it doesn't, and should I do this, should I do I kind of talk about that and decide, but... Um, what I'm finding out and a lot of it I owe to this guy I've never met who's who's actually a sailor I'm, I'm a power boater but he said just say yes and go on the adventure and he said just figure it out as you go so literally we, we did all this we bought the we were figuring out how to buy the boat and then there was some Things with the finances because we were selling the house. And, you know, sometimes you're a business owner, they look at you different. But all these different things. And every day, while I'm running my business and while I'm doing all this other stuff and while I was nursing my bad back, I'm ch- taking down these challenges one after the other because we all because we said yes. And then that day came when uh, my wife and my sister in law, my brother in law, we drove three and a half hours to where the boat was. And we got on the boat and they, they drove the car home. And for the first time in my life, I drove a 50 foot boat with big diesel engines. And, you know, I'm thinking, God, I hope I get out of the slip without hitting somebody. And, and I just kept literally not a day at a time. I was doing a minute at a time, figuring this out and then putting it in the slip was a challenge. And it was just, but you know what? Every time I did it, I got this feeling, and my wife would laugh, because if I fix something around the house, I forget the last thing I fixed around here, but I get so elated when it's fixed and it works, and I go, this is gonna sound pretty weird, but I almost, like, there isn't anything I can't do. I can fix anything. I I celebrate my success because I I put a doorknob back on or do something, (laughs) you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. When I I agree to try and do something and it works, I get very elated. And so whether you're repairing a doorknob or or the shower leaking or or you're buying a boat or whether you're gonna launch a new business or whatever it is, when you do it and it works, it's like, man, that's the greatest drug in the world. Mm-hmm. And so many people don't get to experience that because they say no or they say maybe later, which you know sends you to Squishyville. But yeah. so it's I think the name of this book is as I'm inspired, and I again I haven't written word one yet, is Just Say Yes. I think that's my next book. Um, I know it's my next book. It's great, and it, it's you know,
0: it's an improv strategy. You know, that's the the first rule of improv: is you say yes, and yeah. you know, and, and life, and business, especially business, is just one big improvisation. If anyone thinks that any of these business leaders have it figured out, it's the exact opposite. They're just saying yes and moving forward. And what's cool is it really comes back to that question: "What if?" And if you think on the positive side, "What if?" you're creating, right? You're thinking of what you're going to create. But if you think of the negative side of what if, you're actually being a critic. and You can't be on both sides of that, can you?
1: Yeah, not entre- most entrepreneurs, let's put it this way, most successful entrepreneurs because we know that 80% of small business owners fail within the first five years. So those that continue to uh, be small business owners Eighty percent of those people struggle to make any kind of a living at all. It's those people. There's a lot of people who would work eighty hours, uh, so they don't have to work forty hours for somebody else. They're probably making l- less than they did at their last W two job. <laughs> but so there's a lot of. But the people, you know, we're talking about the top one percent, top ten percent. Those people who are really making a great living, doing their own thing, and 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 enjoying life on their own terms. Those people say yes. They say yes more often than they say no. And the things that occasionally go wrong because they say yes and, and businesses love momentum and they grow and they thrive, you can absorb an occasional goof, you know, or something goes wrong. But if you're, the, if you err on the side of caution all the time, that's no way to grow a phenomenal business. Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
0: And it's, it's, and it's a way to live in fear too and, yeah. and be miserable. And, that, and yeah, that's, so, so true. Um, it, it, so you you have an event coming up and, you know, being around you, you obviously have a lot of energy. You've coached other business owners. Um, you, you know, what what was the purpose behind building this event out and and what is what happens there? Tell me a little bit about that.
1: It's called Dream Business Academy. This is our seventh event. And um these same coaches especially that uh multimillion dollar coach who I just was uh, totally looking up to he said you should be doing live events and he was telling me that for 2 years until I finally did it it was one of the it was one of the as i say it's one of the last demons that i kicked to the curb cuz i didn't want to do a live event and um and if anybody has ever gone to a seminar like that, I know you do some of your own Ian, you reserve the room, so you gotta sign a contract. You usually can't sign a contract without a whole bunch of you know food and beverage attached to it, and you have to guarantee a certain number of sleeping rooms will be rented. And by the way, if nobody comes to your event, you're on the hook and you will pay that tab to the hotel. So just there you're putting out, and it could be five or 10 or $30,000. And then the other side of that what if game is what if people do come and you suck at it, you can't remember what you're going to teach for three days. So that's why I hesitated. But it turns out I'm pretty good at it. People like coming to the event. I decided after attending well over 150 events myself, just in my entrepreneurial career, I was going to do it differently because most events, you go there, and every hour on the hour, they put up another speaker. And the story slightly changed, but it was – I was born under a bridge. I was dirt poor, and then I discovered this little thing. And all you got to do is put this little thing in your business, and it completely made me a multimillionaire. And let me show you all the pictures of my houses and jets. And by the way, I'm selling it for twenty nine ninety seven for the first six people. To, you know, you just yeah. – that whole thing, none of that. My event is fl- – fluff free it's a pitch free zone it's it is three days of intense learning you'll leave there with what i call my million dollar blueprint how i've grown my dream business i have a number of really great uh celebrity and success highly successful people uh that are going to teach so it's a it's a really cool event uh, we keep growing because uh, over half the people that come have come back at least two or three or four times and then they bring friends and i i mentioned to you um Yeah, we keep it somewhere around 40 to 50 people because uh, I don't know if intimate is the right word, but because it's a small group, I get to know everybody. I interact with everybody and everybody interacts. And by the way, the other thing is my speakers don't fly in and fly out. They don't sit behind the AV table. They are sitting in the class amongst everybody and everybody uh, participates. So everybody gets to meet everybody and share. It's a really cool event. I do at least 24 20 to 25 uh, hot seats so everybody gets a chance to do a little business transformation and um, anyway thanks for asking our next event is uh, February 8th 9th and 10th in Orlando Florida
0: awesome. and uh, and you can, yeah. go, and if and someone wants to find out about it they can just go to getjimpalmer.com
1: Right. that's my that's my home base uh, the event page is dream biz academy com.
0: okay so yeah we'll put that in the show notes you can just click on that image and you'll be able to find it in the show notes and also if you're listening to this in the blog there's a link to it on the blog um, yeah, and it's super
1: reasonable uh, <laughs> oh yeah and you know what else I buy lunch all three days what? I do. But you know what? Here's the thing. I believe my mom. mom taught me a long time. If you're gonna have somebody over to your house, you treat them like a guest. And I don't just buy hot dogs. Like the first day, we're doing this whole Mexican spread, and then the next day, it's a whole soup and salad. And and I feed people. I mean, if you want people to have a first class experience, you can't just send them out to Wendy's for an hour and a half on a break. So yeah, it in, it includes lunch all three days. That's awesome.
0: And Jim, I mean, you're an awesome business coach, but also you've brought together a lot of experts. I know a lot of the people that are coming. Uh can you tell me a little bit about some of the people that are coming cuz it's here in Orlando so I know a lot of people listening to this will be here so it might be Oh a good- awesome. Yeah.
1: Yeah so um so uh, Melanie Melanie Benson is my been my personal mindset coach. One of the people when I joined that mastermind group way back when, when I thought she was like this rock star, and she is. But we've become great friends. So some of that shine, you know, what happens when you get familiarity. But she's going to be speaking. She's doing a thing uh, the, on the millionaire mindset: how to overcome uh, your money hangups because money holds a lot of people up. Bob Berg, my good friend, who wrote the Go Giver series of books, like millions of books sold. He's going to be my oh, um, he's speaker awesome. Wednesday night. Bob is just one of the best speakers I've ever heard. Um, And then a lot of my team, oh, and also Michelle Prince is coming. She runs an event called Book Bounce. So she's going to be teaching people how to get your book done. If you keep, if you're one of those people who say, oh, I've got a book in New York, I've started a book, she's going to teach you how to get it done. Then I'm bringing several of my team members uh, Adam Homey, Jessica Rhodes, um, Gary George, Lindsay, One Click, Lindsay Anderson. There's so many people, and we cover everything. Every, every single part of my million dollar platform, which is all the different ways you grow a business, podcasting, videos, blogging, websites, landing pages, speaking, social media, all of that is covered either by myself or my uh, my experts. And again, there's no order forms anywhere.
0: That's an that's awesome deal. It's three days here in Orlando, so if anyone's listening to this, I'd suggest doing it. I mean, it's high energy in a small group like that. You're gonna, I mean, you're going to come away with some great information great connections, too.
1: You know what? What I'd like to do, if anybody's listening, um, Ian, I'd like to give them $100 off their registration. Um, just use the word podcast, so I'll know they, they came from uh, your show. Um I don't have time to go make a, an IN coupon, so we'll just no. say podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> so all they gotta do is, uh, if they go to Dream Biz Academy, register and put in podcast in the coupon window, hit apply, it'll take 100 bucks off, Which and we're still in early registration, uh, so it's, it's a, it is a really good deal, especially when you consider your meals. Wow, that's a fantastic deal. Thank you so much for that,
0: Jim. Um, so right now in your business, besides getting on a boat, what's mm-hmm. working right now? What's really the big thing that you're doing that's helping
1: grow your business? Um, you mean marketing wise? Yes. I would say um, I've been doing videos, I've been doing weekly videos since 2009 and I've never missed a week and it's, it's the greatest relationship building tool to get connected with people and have them really learn more about you in a, in a very authentic way. The other thing that I do is, uh, we do some pretty cool things with, uh, n- not only Facebook marketing, but pay-per-click ads. We do retargeting things. There are, th- and, and, uh, one of, my, one of the wizards uh, on my team is Gary George for a company called Blazon Multimedia. When Gary started working with me at least six years ago, my list used to be around 3,500. It's now, I think, 22,000, mostly because of what he's done. And he's got a way to go in. And somebody listening may go, oh, no kidding. But to me, it's like, it's way over my head. So that's why I have Gary. But he he knows if somebody goes to one of my websites, he knows if they've clicked on a video he knows how long they've watched it and all these other different things and depending on what are those parameters? It'll serve up different messages, right? And so if somebody just checks out the page, you might get a series of messages, or will or retargeting. Maybe not email because you haven't opted in yet, but we'll retarget you with different messages. If you've watched one of my videos for at least half of it, you're going to get a different message. So it's some pretty cool stuff. Gary, uh, he always asks for three hours. I only give him one, but it's highly entertaining, and he reveals. That's with all the, my team members. Uh, we, I ask them just go ahead and reveal. Other than my my numbers, I say. Reveal whatever you want to reveal about what you're doing for me because I want everybody to learn the cool stuff that's so cool
0: that is fantastic and what an awesome
1: awesome resource it's Uh, fun for me when they are up in the room because I'm then in the back eating some yogurt or getting energy and I see all these people (laughs) writing real fast that's when I know it's a great
0: presentation so cool wow that is awesome I mean that's an amazing resource for someone to learn and get going well Jim thank you so much for being on the show um, and it's such an awesome resource inspiring and I think it's great to learn that you know you can run a business and run it from a boat <laughs> run it from a yacht <laughs> do
1: that. Hey, least... if anybody, just out of fun if anybody you know the interesting thing is um, when Stephanie and I started telling first of all family and then neighbors and friends we call it one of two looks one look and I, I posted this on our, our blog I'm going to tell you about but one look is that look of of uh, what was it? oh uh Forrest Gump. He's got that look like, you know, that look. It's like, what the hell are you doing? And then the other one is, what's up, dog? That's awesome, right? It's one of those two things. People always have that reaction. There's no middle. So anyway, people always say, I'd love to follow your adventure. So we started a blog. It's called OurFloatingHome.com. I named the boat. Uh, floating home so it's called our if you want us there's like seven posts right now basically it, the whole first post tells the whole journey of how we made this decision and then you'll actually see a video of me po- driving the boat for the first time and putting it in its slip and um, once we get on board we're gonna blog several times a week because our first time when we go up there we're gonna go by the Statue of Liberty it's gonna be fun so we're gonna share the whole journey But, uh, if anybody's curious what it looks like, uh, our floating and you will be able to see it. It's a beautiful, beautiful boat there. Are you seeing it right there? Yeah. I'm looking at it right
0: now. That's awesome. I want to get it. Uh, uh, We'll
1: be comfortable on that. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You will. I'm definitely going (laughs) to, I'm going to stalk you down to Fort Lauderdale and, uh, (laughs)
1: Hey, if you follow the blog, just reach out to me and say, Hey, let's get together for lunch or something. I'll have you over. That'd be awesome. I'd love that. Uh, well, Jim, thank you
0: so much for being on, and hopefully some people will come see you in Orlando for the Dream Biz Academy. That's fantastic, such an amazing offer, and good luck on your adventure.
1: Thank you, man. If anybody does register from your show, make sure to use the coupon code, and when you come there, tell me you heard me on this show, and I'll give you a couple of my books there or whatever. I, I want to know that uh, you heard of, heard of me from uh, IN show. Awesome. Awesome. And
0: uh, make sure to check that out. And thank you all very much for listening. Uh, this benign been and Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show.